Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I watched the second half of The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. In, In the, the nick, nick of time! Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, watching Nick Cage movies all month long. That's right, baby. No reason. No real reason. <laughs> no. It just sounded nice, you know? I feel like the thing is, we're always like... That's like the gimmick podcast, right? Mm. Is you listen to, you watch a bunch of Nick Cage movies. We react to how crazy you, whoa, he is. you see how crazy he is in them. Yeah. Um, but like, come on. He's had a kind of a weird renaissance recently. where he's Definitely. Been, where he's been in a lot of movies that are like more, definitely showing off more of his acting chops and less of his like goofy over the topness that he is in um, like, I don't know, like Face Off, etc. Ethan and I saw Pig in theaters. Yes. That movie is. That's a great movie. Incre- he's so good. Fantastic movie. And that's a great example of like, Nick Cage acting, like yeah. really acting. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other recent movies. Uh, Mandy, he's great in. Oh yeah, Mandy is also a new one. Oh, C- Color of Outer Space. Oh yeah, great Color from movie. Outer Space. He's so good in that. Yeah. Again, it's that is actually a really good example of his like control over his acting because like you're right. Everyone thinks of Nick Cage as being over the top, crazy. We all think vampires kiss, rightfully so. But like he is able to also achieve nuance. I know exactly why we're doing this. Dead by Daylight announced Nick Cage is a survivor. <laughs> I forgot about that, but that, I is, did abso- hear about that this. is absolutely a thing that's happening. I did hear about so, this. So there yeah. you go. Hit video game Dead by Daylight now has Nick Cage in it, so we're watching all his movies. He's having a real cage of right now. Yes. And uh, so we figured, I feel like this is the one that really was like cashing in on that. Right? Yes, absolutely. This yeah. movie was very meta. Very meta. I mean, it's the most meta you can get. It feels like a Bing John Malkovich situation where they sort of built a movie. I mean, you mean a- adaptation? Oh a movie yeah, with that's Nick right. Cage with in Nick Cage it, playing in it as himself. Well. Very meta. He's not playing himself. Well, he's playing two. Sorry, not playing himself. He's playing two people. But he is playing a real person. Yes, yeah, that's true. you're right. Twins. Uh, twins. That's right. That movie's fucking rocks, dude. I need to watch that movie again. I love that movie. Oh, I saw so it. I good. Again. I love. I, the whole time I was watching this too, because spoiler alert: there is a scene where Nick Cage acts against himself in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And it, it reminded me of like, God damn, he's exact... so good in adaptation. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I didn't know that. So I had heard about this movie and I was like, this is a meme movie. This is a movie. It definitely feels like a meme movie. The trailers, everything like really sold it to me as like, you know, Nick Cage is crazy, right? Don't yeah. you want to see Nick Cage being crazy? You know? And I was just like, I don't have any fucking interest in this. Yeah. Like, this feels like a fucking Pickle Rick, like, <laughs> meme shit. Yeah, it's a very n- easy cash grab. Just have Nick Cage acting like himself, pretending to be himself, and, like, go over the top. Basically, just worship him. Yeah. You know, like, what other movies have the actors just being actors it's like being john malkovich that's kind of it but that's like not even about him he's not the star really. no 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 not movie. at all he's like the conduit in which yeah yeah he's the setting yeah if anything but uh then my wife watched it and she was like this movie is really good and mm. i was surprised uh to hear that because she's good taste and uh yeah so we we figured we'd, we'd we'd start off uh this nick of in the nick of time month uh with uh this film so I don't know if I want to like really show my hand just yet, but I'll tell you how the movie begins. Okay. Con Air. Oh, yeah. What is your favorite Nick Cage movie? Let's get into that. I mean, objectively, it's probably adaptation, right? Yeah. But he's real. Oh, there's, a, there's one I feel like I'm missing. Yeah, there's probably one big one. So I mean, he's great in Moonstruck. I, I, I love him in Wild at Heart, you know, like. Oh, yeah. 
He's so good in that one. Uh, oh, Raising Arizona. He's great in that one, too. Yeah, that's that is a good point. I forgot about Raising Arizona. That's a good one. I'm trying he, to like remember as I think about his huge, huge. This motherfucker will not stop acting. His discography. Yeah, I know. He's not stop. He's not going to stop anytime soon. And uh, this this oh, mo- the Rock. Who's in the Rock? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I remember liking the Rock when we watched it for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it probably, but who knows? Maybe I did. I don't remember. Yeah, don't it is remember. on the Criterion Collection, so it has to be pretty it good. It has to be somewhat good. I mean, also Vampire's Kiss. Oh yeah, honestly, that movie's pretty great just to watch in general. Yeah, um, yeah. The movie opens with uh, Con Air, and that sort of reminded me of like, oh yeah, he is in Con Air. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's like the main guy, and he's doing a really bad accent. Snake Eyes. Remember Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes was good. Yeah, he was Snake good was in that movie. Fun. Yeah, I, I that. liked that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, the the Palma film. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah he's great oh, in that. Who could forget National Treasure? Oh, of course, National, National Treasure. Treasure and National Treasure too. Yeah, was there a third one? I feel like there's a third one. There's but maybe a TV I just show now. In. Oh, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. He was in National Treasure. Who could well. forget him as Ghost Rider? Oh, God. Even as a kid watching that movie, no, I, I know it was terrible. Terrible film. Just a terrible film. Uh, and Kick Ass. He's great in Kick Ass. Yeah, he's pretty good in Kick Ass. I yeah. like him there. Yeah. Um, wow. We, did we watch Drive Angry for the podcast? I feel like we did. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. I remember nothing about that movie. So Wait, clearly not no, I don't think we did. I think we watched another movie similar to Drive Angry. I don't know, man. We've done this podcast for so long. I can't recall. Um, no, I think we watched another movie that was like similar to Drive Angry, right? I with, mean, you might be right. With uh, uh, Selena Gomez and. Uh, um, Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, you're right. It did feel like almost but the it, exact same it movie. It felt like the same movie, but you're it wasn't. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got to re- stop reminiscing about past episodes because you're in this episode and you want to listen to us talk about the unbearable weight of massive talent. This is going to be an unbearably long episode uh, of the, the other half. The rate it's going. Uh, Con Air. Movie opens with Con Air. Yeah. Just, just Con Air. It's like that's just the movie opening with sh- the end of it. And mm. it's the scene where Nick Cage... Gives the bunny to his little girl. Uh, have you uh, seen Con Air? I have actually never seen Con Air. It's, it's okay. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, and then we are introduced to two people, a lady and her boyfriend. They're watching it. They're smoking some, they're smoking some weed. Oh, sick. That's the best way to enjoy a Nick Cage movie. It's great. And the lady's like, I love Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is incredible. And then suddenly some masked people show up and they steal her. They kidnap her. And that's the way the movie opens. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then hard cut. Nick Cage, he's driving around, he's singing, he's uh-huh. screaming, and it's just like you're just introduced to the idea of Nick Cage. Like, mm. and right off the bat, he is doing a very good job of playing what I think everyone else thinks he is. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, he's like talking to himself in the car, he's screaming at himself, he's just being a weirdo, being a weirdo. Uh, he meets a writer director. I believe it's a real writer director. Uh, the guy who directed the new uh, uh, Halloween movies, I think. Um, and uh, so he's like trying to. He's like going out for a role, a life changing role. He says, "Wasn't that Danny McBride?" No, Danny write, McBride he, he wrote, wrote it. it. Okay, um, yeah, I believe I David Gordon Green. I think is I the think name. You're right. Man. That sounds about accurate. Um, right. So he's mean with him, and he, this guy's like, "I think you're right for the part." And Nick Cage is like desperate for this role where he's like i'm willing to read for it obviously i'm not gonna because i'm nick cage i'm a big actor but like i'm willing to read probably won't read but then he's so desperate for the role he actually does why is he desperate for it because he needs money because he's poor not just because he needs money but because he wants it's like he's aware that his career is 
starting to go downhill. Mm. He's just like, I, I need a role that rem- reminds people of what I can do, basically. He wants a big, meaty, artistic role, but he also has a voice in his head. Mm-hmm. Lil, Lil Nicky. Uh-huh. I'm going to refer to him as Nikki, okay, because uh, that's what he calls him, which is young Nick Cage. Yeah, deep fake, de-aged him, de-aged yeah. Nick Cage. Pretty good effects. Uh, yeah, honestly, I was like, is it just like they just kind of like smooth him over with some makeup? Like it's pretty minimal, but it's also like just enough. It's enough, but it's also split screen if they do that. That's true. Which is impressive work. That is true. That's very true. Uh, and yeah, it's like it's not bad. He's wearing a Wild at Heart T-shirt and a, and nice. a leather jacket. And um, he's trying to remind Nick Cage, like, you're not an actor. You're a movie star. You shouldn't be going out for big, meaty acting roles. You should be doing, like, Con Air and shit. Like, you know, don't give up on that that part of your career because that's where the real money is. The bombastic ones, baby. Exactly. That's where the money is. He needs to do it so he can pay for his... uh, Divorce? uh, Divorce. I was just going to say his many, many mansions and his, like, weird, weird... Uh, uh, temple in, in New Orleans. It's a giant uh, pyramid. Sarcophagus? No. It's, it's a pyramid. It's a pyramid, right? What do you. Hmm. Pyramid gravesite, we'll say. Yeah, Call that's that. what it is. It's a pyramid gravesite. Look it up if you haven't seen it before. Historical uh, New Orleans uh, a cemetery. I visited it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's also, nuts. like, I think it's legally they can't. Like the government can't repossess that or something like that if you default on it. It's what I've read. So that's why he's. It does seem kind of cruel to repossess like a gravesite. Yeah, a gravesite's pretty messed up. But so. also, like, it's it, it's, a, it's a ridiculous gravesite. If, if, it would be cruel if, if it was anyone but Nick Cage. I know, yeah. You know? Uh, but either way, yeah. Uh, but that that is not even referenced in this movie. Uh, this movie is obviously playing like fictionalized version of him. So he's going through a divorce. And, uh, yeah, that's, like, the main issue, I think, is, like, he's got a family, he's got a daughter and a wife, and, um, you know, he's, he's got trouble relating to them, you know? Yeah, uh, he, so is acting. He goes to therapy, a uh, therapy session with his daughter, Addie, uh, but during his therapy session, all he wants to talk about is his acting career and his favorite, one of his favorite movies, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Wow. Yeah. Now, have a... you ever seen The doc- the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari? Oh, ages ago. I don't remember it very I well. I love this movie. And it was so funny to hear him talking about it. Um, did you recognize Addie, the daughter? Did you ever see his daughter in your half of the yeah, movie? Yeah, I saw the daughter, yeah. Okay. Do you recognize her at all? She looked familiar, but I did not recognize her from a specific thing. Now. Oh. I've got something very exciting to tell you. Oh, boy. I don't know what her actual name is. Her last name is, is Sheen, right? Uh-huh. Like... Michael Sheen. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, do you remember who Michael Sheen was married to originally? No. Kate Beckinsale. <gasps> oh, my God. And this is Kate Beckinsale's daughter, <gasps> who played a young version of Celine in Underworld. We have seen this actor before. Oh, my gosh. It's so recently, too. <laughs> She's all grown up now. She's all grown up. She's acting now. <laughs> Her IMDb says... Underworld Evolution, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and Click! <laughs> yeah, she probably plays like a daughter She's in She's only Click, done right? in like five roles. Yeah, this is probably her biggest role since under, uh, Underworld. Yeah, I think um, you're right. But yeah, isn't that weird? That is wild. She is the daughter of Kate Beckinsale. Her stepdad is the director of the Underworld movies. Uh, for some reason, her name she's... name is Lily Mo Sheen. Yes. Isn't that weird? That's a very, very The only reason, like, so there's one shot. There's like a, there's I like mean, a. Nepo har- Baby's all around, right? Nick Cage is Nepo Baby. Oh, yeah, but he hit it. That's true. Yeah. But it looks like also she changed her name as well. Not as much. Like, she still has Sheen at the end, but she, I think it's, 
Willie Moshin is not exactly her. Like well, she put she, the mo there, and that's kind of like a change, right? That's her that probably. Your, isn't that just her first name? But Lily that's how she wants to be credited now. Lily Mo. Yeah, her real name is just Lily Sheen. So, so if you add Mo, then you're a different. <laughs> you're person. changing your name, Mike. <laughs> not as Am I not wrong? As Nick Cage did. I mean. Sure. Nick Cage changed his entire last name from Coppola. <laughs> like a couple letters off, whatever. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you subtract, right. you add, whatever. Either way, I just thought that was fucking crazy. That, that is like, a wild one. Isn't that That's insane? Uh, either way, neither here nor there. Uh, he goes uh, home. He also has a strained relationship with his wife. Uh, then he meets up with his agent, Fink, who's played by Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. Yep. Uh, I was wondering who that was. He was like one second. I was like... It's so weird that, like, Nick Cage is playing himself, but, like, Neil Patrick Harris isn't. Everyone else pretty much plays different characters. Actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Uh, Tiffany Haddish. Pedro Ike Pascal. Ike Holtz, Pedro Pascal. Uh, yeah, it's just, but Neil Patrick Harris specifically, I feel, is weird that he's just playing a he character. He just is very, very recognizable, I guess. I, I mean, know. if you're on, like, a long-running TV show, yeah. you know, uh, either way. But, yeah, he plays the agent. The agent originally, Fink, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, originally pitches... Nick Cage, he's like, hey, there's this insane billion dollar offer, but it's like a birthday party. And Nick Cage is like, I'm in debt, but I'm not going to take that job. I'm a serious actor. I want this role. Okay. Uh, but later that night, he goes to his daughter's birthday party, and he learns over the phone that he does not get the role that he was trying so hard oh. for, the role that meant so much to him. So he gets really drunk, and he makes a scene at his daughter's party. Mm. Uh, does he and sing a song? He does sing a song. Okay. An, the Addy song. Oh, no. Is that what you're asking about? I, yeah, I was curious what it was. Yes. So I guess he's he's reminiscing in the, in front of Addie's good f- close friends. He's reminiscing about when Addie used to be a little girl and they went to the desert and he wrote this little song for her and he sings it. It's not good. Um, and so then his wife has to drive him to a hotel so he can sleep off all the drinks that he had. And she's just like, you got to get your shit together, Nick. Like, you can't just keep doing this to your daughter. So uh, Nick Cage calls Fink up and he's like, hey, I'm going to take the birthday party job. And then after that, I quit acting forever. Oh, my God. Forever? Forever. I'm never going to act. So then he lands in Spain and we are introduced to Ike Barinholtz and Tiffany Haddish, two people. People? I don't know who they are. You don't know who they are? Oh, they're actors? Like the character name? Uh, well, so I know the know... character name, but what I'm saying is, is it's like, okay, so I am suspicious of these two. Oh, you are? I am. Mm. Uh, because they, we don't know what their actual job is. They sort of, they tell Nick Cage that they are CIA agents. Okay. But I've, I never see, I don't I didn't see a badge. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see any, any evidence that they no. are. Uh, and they see Nick Cage land on a plane. And Ike Barinholtz is like, hey, Tiffany Haddish, do not, like, uh, you know, approach Nick Cage, you know, they seem confused that Nick Cage got off the plane. Uh, but Tiffany Haddish is like, no, I'm going to go. And she like slips a tracker into Nick Cage's pocket or something. Okay. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I saw the scene. I had to rewind it because it's <laughs> so subtle. I don't know what she put in his pocket. Um, yeah. I don't know what I'm she trying did. trying to think if he ever pulls something out of his pocket. He doesn't. Because later on, they just oh. pick him up. Oh, okay. uh, Nick Cage arrives at uh, Javi's place, played by Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the birthday boy. Uh, he Pedro Pascal in this role, Javi. Do you want me to call him Pedro Pascal or Javi? I put Pedro Pascal. Okay, Pedro Pascal. He strikes me as a very awkward guy, mm-hmm. intimidated by Nicolas Cage. He's mm-hmm. also introduced as a really rich guy from Olive. Uh, 
vines, I guess. Olive vines? Like I don't know. Pluck- grubs. We, we olive grubs. Them. Oh, okay. Olive grubs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. plucked them off the olive tree. That's right. That's how he got rich. No, he makes money from olive groves, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how he's introduced to Nick Cage. Um, um, and But he's very intimidated and very impressed by Nicolas Cage. And he's also written a screenplay that he wants Nick Cage to star in. But Nick Cage seems very sort of like uninterested in all that. Right. Like you said, he doesn't want to act anymore. So we meet Javi or uh, Pedro Pascal. We meet uh, his partner, Gabriella, and his cousin, Lucas. Uh, okay. Who is an asshole? Lucas is a big asshole. Yeah, I mean, we he's only got, s- he's got white hair, he's kind of a dick, right? <laughs> he's got I feel bleached like anyone hair. Anyone who has bleached hair that's spiky or po- or brushed up, it's not really spiky. Guy Fieri, right? yeah, yeah, that's he's, right. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah, just like Guy Fieri, big yeah. asshole. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, everyone. Uh, so he's a dick, and Nick Cage is really drunk, and he dives into the pool, and uh, we get a leaving Las Vegas scene where Nick Cage is at the bottom of the pool drinking. And then uh, Pedro Pascal jumps in and saves him from the bottom of the pool. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, man, we saw that movie for the podcast. Yeah, leaving Las Vegas. Sad-ass movie. Sad movie. And Nick Cage does a good job of great in that one. recreating that sort of, like, manic, drunk guy energy mm-hmm. from that movie for this role. Good stuff. Uh, Gabriella forces Nick Cage to hang out with Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal acts like he's in an action movie. He's like, the general is chasing me. But obviously, there's, like, nobody there. He's trying to, like, get... Uh, Nick Cage to be motivated again into getting an acting. Okay. And Nick Cage is like, I don't want to be an actor. I'm never going to act again. And then Pedro Pascal's like, you have a gift. You have a gift. And if you don't use that gift, you're turning your back on humanity. Dude. He says. And so sad. And this motivates Nick Cage. This is why all those actors came together in the pandemic and sang that one song. Imagine. Yes. (laughs) Because they have a gift. Including Pedro and, Pascal. And they have to share it. Yep. That's right. And they have to share it, baby. <laughs> and you know what? It really wore my little heart while I was sitting there wondering when the hell I would Starving. go out of my house again. Yeah. <laughs> and what, when I could get my toilet paper. Yeah. When I was when I was unemployed, I was watching them sing, these rich people oh, yeah. in their nice houses. I'm like, wow. I'm really overwhelmed. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... They jump off a cliff, like in an action movie, and then they get high, and they talk about their favorite movies... Nicolas Cage cannot name his top films because he's just like, you know, my favorite movie changes based on the seasons or whatever, whenever mm-hmm. you see it. But uh, uh, Pedro Pascal has three top favorite movies. Do you want to guess what they were? Ooh, I mean, one of them has to be uh, Face Off. Right. Wow. One Good job. One of them job. has to be Con Air? Nope. Mm. Now, let me give you a hint. Only one of them is a Nick Cage movie. Oh, Interesting. Um, I don't know. Hot fuzz. Uh, that's a good one. Um, no, dude, there's too many. There's too many now. You're, You're right. opening it up. Okay, first face off. You're absolutely right. Number one is face off. Nice. Number two, cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Wow. So the two of them can like relate to this. Got it's it. really funny. There's this one part where Nick Cage he says like, "I thought I was the only one that liked this movie." And I'm like, "No." <laughs> you you audibly stood up from the chair and went, "That's not true. That's not true at all." <laughs> and his third favorite movie of all time. Uh. Paddington 2. Oh, Paddington 2, baby. And Nick Cage is like, Paddington 2? The best, one of the best movies ever? That's not true. And he's like, you want to see it? And they watch Paddington 2 and they both cry. And Nick Cage says that movie was incredible. Wow. And you as Paddington 2 slaps. We, so we've seen Paddington 2. That movie's great. I think I've seen it two times. <laughs> you probably have. So they drink and they cry and they hang out with each other. And at this point, I'm like, I'm really relating to this Pedro Pascal guy. You know, he's got a pretty good taste in movies. 
you know, I mean, he likes face off, but I'm not going to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. You know, he likes drinking wine and watching movies. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, and, you know, Nick Cage also is like, you're a good guy. Send me your script. I'm going to read your script. And oh, what a nice guy. I know. It's very nice. Just got to hang out and talk about movies, man. They bond, bro. I, I think I, that's probably how we bonded. Well, I mean, that's what we're doing right now, Mike. We're talking about movies right now. Think but about it. But we're not it. just... Now we're... Now... Are we bonding right now? I think you can continue to bond, right? Forever? I think so, right? Because the bond gets weaker as you don't hang out. But then it gets stronger right. as you more hang out. That's right? right. The less you hang out with somebody, the less... Uh, the less of a bond you have. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, this is... We're bonding. We're, we're, we're bonding. You're witnessing our rebonding. That's what rebonding. every podcast is, is we're rebonding. Just, yeah, it's just boys rebonding. Boys rebonding. <laughs> uh, and so then Nick Cage goes into town and he drinks. And then yeah. Nikki shows up. Young Nick Cage shows up. <gasps> and he, Nick Cage, young Nick Cage says, listen to me. You're Nick fucking Cage. Woo! I almost don't want to replace that with a sound bit. <laughs> You're Nick Because he says it for so long. Like, he says it for, I want to say, 10 He does that in my seconds. He does? Yeah. Oh, fucking perfect. Yeah. And then he kisses him. Why? He kisses they himself? They kiss each other. How do they do that effect? Uh, well, you see it from behind. Uh, so you don't okay. actually yeah, it's see. someone else. But I, I was like, up until now, I was like, this is like a fun little popcorn movie. And then I saw this. I'm like, I'm like watching like a Lars von Trier film all of a sudden. <laughs> Something weird about like a young version of Nick Cage kissing an old version of Nick Cage. Something really something off about odd there. Yeah, yeah, there's something going on. It like really affected me. I was like, damn, this is like really like cool. This is cinema. Yeah, this is cinema now. Um, so, yeah. And then he's basically like, fuck, you know, uh, a Pedro Pascal. Fuck being in like small movies. You are a movie star. God damn it. And then Nick Cage leaves the bar and he's tossed into a van. And then we meet Ike and Tiffany and they claim to work for the U.S. government. They claim to be CIA agents. And they say that uh, uh, Pedro Pascal is dangerous. Mm -hmm. You see, he kidnapped the girl from the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think she's the daughter of the. She's the daughter of some sort of government person there thank you very much and you, i couldn't have said it better myself yes thank you very much <laughs> government person government person people you know governments don't like it when you steal their kids you, it no. just turns out and turns the out people in the governments don't like it either no uh and in order to prove this they show nick cage footage of her all like tied up and chained up mm. and the common moviegoer would be like oh they must have gotten that from like you know email or something <laughs> email how they, how'd they get the, how'd they get the footage of that of her tied up um maybe they sent someone probably sent it as a ransom note or maybe they're the ones that have her i mean i think you're i think you're looking too much into this i think maybe they just had the oh no, I, I think, think i a, think they're the ones that kidnapped her man i'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's a ransom note from they sent it to be no, like hey, oh okay <laughs> The way you're responding theory. now makes me very concerned because I was watching the whole movie thinking Tiffany Haddish and Ike Barinholtz are not to be trusted. Mm. <laughs> uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I think, you're trying to, I think after you saw Nick Cage kiss kissing himself, himself, you're like, I was this, like, movie's I, way, this, is this movie is way more than you're expecting. <laughs> you know, I think you got to dial it back to the meme movie no! a little bit. Okay, so, so basically they're like, you can't trust uh, Pedro Pascal. 
he's not to be trusted. He's dangerous. You need to help us spy on him. Uh, and uh, and uh, at first, Nick Cage is like, no, I trust him. We both like movies. But then... <laughs> what a great way to bond over someone. <clears throat> no, no, he's probably didn't kidnap anyone. Mike would never hide a body anywhere. We bonded over movies. No, podcast. never, never, never. Exactly. I, I no. could never think of him doing that. We talk never, about movies. Never. I'm not dangerous. Um, so, right. and But eventually, they say, like, hey, she looks the same age as, like, your daughter. Maybe you could help us because, you know, if, if something bad happens to her... You'll never forgive yourself. And this mm-hmm. Nick Cage is like, fine. So he agrees to spy on Pedro Pascal. So he's at the birthday party and uh, Ike Barinholtz and uh, Tiffany Haddish are like, we're going to switch the power off and then you're going to uh, uh, check out. You're going to snoop. You're going to snoop around that, the place and you're going to like turn off the security cameras, basically. Okay. Is he, he's not super happy about doing this. Now he's sort of a bit more motivated okay. now, but but he's not confident mm, is the yeah. thing because he's not he's an actor, you know? He's Nick fucking Cage. He's Nick fucking Cage. He's Nick fucking (laughs) Cage. So um, he goes and he's like sneaking around. But then like a henchman sees him in the security room and he has to like knock the security person out. And uh, he has he has this thing where they're like, okay, so here's this like pad and you put your hand on it. And if you touch somebody with your hand they will get knocked out but huh but it's like it's on your hand so why aren't you getting knocked out uh me um my guess is the electric current passes through you but ends in the other person's it's body. like a, well no it's like a it's it's like a poison that's oh yeah that if you touch a person with the poison but it's like on your skin already you know does this ever come into play in your half of the movie at all i didn't know no what no idea what it doesn't matter I'm not gonna go i thought it was it. completely different okay. i'm gonna go into it okay i'm not even gonna go into it either way Fucking You're like whatever. Nick Cage no. fucking kissed himself. That's the most important part of the movie. <laughs> uh, there is one. There's one thing. Maybe this comes into play in your half. He sort of gets. He, he ends up fucking up the thing. He ends up touching his forehead and he gets knocked out himself. And uh, Tiffany Haddish is like, "Wake up, wake up!" And then she says, "Action!" And that wakes him up. Huh. So does that ever come into play where like he gets knocked out and somebody says action and then he wakes up? Nope. All right, it doesn't matter. Either way. He he does the thing. He, he he knocks out the security cameras, and then he's super motivated. He's like, "I want to be a spy now. This will be a lot of fun. Maybe I maybe I can be a spy." And they're like, "Great, we we have more missions for you." And he's like, "I don't want to be a spy. This is dangerous." <laughs> uh, and then they're like, "No, no, you need to stick around with Pedro Pascal so that we can find the girl that he's kept uh, locked up, basically." Mm-hmm. And so, in order I, to sorry, I just want to say, I think it's really funny that. This movie script relies on government agents working with actors when in the past it's all about like the red with the list where they blackballed oh, actors. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. Basically, uh, you know, not kind of blackmail them in some ways, being like, you know, go- blacklisted. That's blacklisted. Pro- that's, definitely. that's the proper term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the people would do that. So, and they would watch actors who were like giving out communist propaganda or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, but they would funny. also work with actors to like, you know, tell them if they were that's communists. That's true. That's too. true. You're right. Again, yeah. Right. I guess it all comes It all comes this around. This isn't too far-fetched then. <laughs> this is definitely far-fetched. No, I, I think this could happen. <laughs> yeah, this is, this movie is a great example of McCarthyism. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Um, so in order to stick around, um, Nick Cage tells Pedro Pascal, hey, I am not going to star in the movie that you wrote but we can work together on a new script together and then maybe i'll be in that movie and this is this is in order for him to stick around basically and then we are uh, we learn a bit 
about uh, uh, Pedro's life. He had an estranged dad, and his dad really liked Nick Cage movies, and he liked Nick Cage movies. So even though they didn't see eye to eye and everything, they were both able to bond on Nick Cage films. Uh, Nick Cage is given a possible location for the missing girl by the CIA agents. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to call them CIA agents now. I didn't want to call them that at first because I didn't think they were. But apparently they are. I think they're going to be a little disappointed. I'm all right. So the CIA agents give Nick Cage a possible location for the missing girl. So he goes to investigate. But before he's able to, like, really investigate, Pedro Pascal shows up. And Pedro's like, hey, let's do LSD and drive around. Uh, <laughs> because then we can come up with a really good script. Uh-huh. And Nick Cage has to go along with it. Because it's like, why else are you here? Yeah. You know, at this weird random location. So he takes LSD and they drive around. Uh-huh. And... Uh, there's that meme going around with oh Nick yeah Cage. Nick Cage the, looking the, the, and Pedro that, Pascal having a great time. That's where this is from. Yeah, uh, and they go into like town into like the Spanish village, and they're both really high and getting paranoid. And um, there's these two guys like eating ice cream, and Nick Cage is like, "Those guys are looking at us." And then Pedro Pascal goes to look at them, and he's like, "No, don't look at them. Laugh, like act like you're laughing, and then sort of like look over at them." And and Pedro's like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it." And then Pedro looks directly at them and starts laughing at them. <laughs> and then he looks back at Nick Cage. He's like, they're suspicious of us. <laughs> and so they like run away from the old guys and they like have to climb over walls, but it's all in their head. Like they're, they're just like paranoid because of the LSD. There wasn't any like strange film sequences or anything like that. What like do you mean that? strange film sequences? I don't know. Like references. I thought like maybe more Nick Cage references. Not yet. Appearing yet. Not okay. yet. Is there more in your half? Well, I'm waiting for, you know, you mentioned a movie that was important to the plot here. Oh, well, I, I kind of skipped over it. You skipped over it? <laughs> we're planning on, we're doing a whole month and you skipped over one of the reasons we picked one of the movies. Potentially, I guess we haven't finalized it because we're waiting on another movie. That's why I didn't want to mention it. But in this movie, the the, the, the movie that Pedro Pascal and his dad bond over is a movie called Guarding Tess. Yes. Which is a movie I've never heard of. Never heard of it either. Um, so there you go. All right, thank you. You're very welcome. Got it. So it's a, a little be- seed for you. Listeners. Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe we'll see. We'll it look. might. You know, like a seed, it could either grow or it could die. Die. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Nick Cage movie. Uh, so um, and also Pedro says like maybe we should make a movie about us, about our relationship, our friendship. So maybe maybe that goes somewhere. I maybe know. I don't know. So then they arrive back at the possible location of the missing girl, and. Nick Cage wants to go into the possible location. It's like this weird, like, cavern that is hidden by, like, a mirror, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, but, but he's like, and uh, uh, Pedro's like, do you want to go in there? And Nick Cage is like, yeah, I want to go in there. And Pedro's like, if you go in there, you might think differently of me. And Nick Cage is like, I want to go in. And, and Pedro's like, okay. And he, like, presses some buttons and the door's open. And that is the end of my I half. I came in and I was like, and what's I'm going like, on? What is going on? What do you think is in there? you think is in those in those well-guarded doors i don't think the it's mirror? the girl mm-hmm. i mean the movie would be over probably right at that point i don't know maybe I don't know. it's a halfway point yeah that's true which is pretty great that this is the halfway point of the film i'm gonna guess it's like a m- collection of nick cage movies you are so close oh am i it is a collection of nick cage memorabilia from <laughs> movies Wait, really yes so they open like, the door from the movies yes so there's a bunch of big collection of nick cage stuff there uh, they mentioned uh, the bunny from Con Air, which is at the beginning of the movie. Oh shit! Um, they have uh, the chainsaw from Mandy. Uh, they what? have the uh, they have the weird pillow that our friend has. You know where you can like touch it and it like has. Our Nick friend Cage's... has that pillow. 
There's a pillow with like a. Um, Who? Which one? I guess don't dox them, but we have a friend that has that pillow. Yes, a pillow that uh, that I, I think I know. No, what you're no, no. I'm about. talking about the complete. Uh, yeah, the, the one that you can like. Uh, I'm making a hand motion where you can like flop it a up beads. and down. And it, it'll beads and it'll like not beads. What are they called? They're like little discs, <laughs> I don't know. little colored discs that make a Nick Cage face. Okay, got it. Um, you can uh, you can do that. So he has that, but Nick Cage comments that's really creepy. But you know. <laughs> it's got his face on it. Yeah, and then they find the creme de creme, which is a the creme de la creme, creme de la creme, the creme de creme. <laughs> Creme de creme. The cream of cream. You know, I, I'm, I'm just saying, speaking in how I normally do, which is I leave the duh out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. What it, is it? it? Oh, can I guess? Yeah, guess. Oh, God. Okay, so it's got a. Ooh, ah, my guess. I'm probably wrong. Is it his fake arm from Moonstruck? Wow, that's a good guess. Thank you. No. Ah, no, what is no, it? That's, what is that's it? too small. You're thinking, I think, bigger than that. Bigger? It's a full wax version of Nick Cage holding the two real guns from Face Off. Oh, shit. There you go. I think those fake guns. Chekhov's that, gun. Chekhov's Nick, Nick Cage's, Cage's gun. gun. <laughs> it's right there. Which <laughs> I, I, which I Google because I want to make sure I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know there's a site where they just list all movie guns? Yes. You just go there and you can find the exact date. This is a Springfield M1911A1 guns. Whoa. He's got two of them. Damn. Golden. Um, anyway, Pedro said he uh, paid $6,000 for the statue. And it's honestly not very much. It's a pretty bad statue. It's not that good of a gun, to <laughs> okay. be honest. And Nick Cage is like, I'll give you 20 k for it. He's like, I'm sorry. It's not for sale. Ooh. Damn. Wow, he's not even going to sell to Nick Cage. I know. Wow. It's too important What does to he him. think he's going to do with that? I don't know. Make out with it? Fucking Nick Cage has all sorts of weird stuff. Of course he'd be into getting <laughs> that. Like, that's a realistic thing he would yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, so... Nick returns to uh, Tiffany Haddish and mm-hmm. is like, hey, the girl's not there. And they're like, but the script we're writing, it's pretty good. I'm feeling it. I'm mm-hmm. feeling this script. He's got a great sense of the story. I'm feeling it. Um, and uh, I'm feeling it. <laughs> and this is when I learned, oh, this guy kidnapped the little girl. I had no idea. I had no <laughs> idea what we were doing. I thought it was just him hanging out. Yeah, yeah, so I was yeah. like, okay, this is why he's here hanging out with this guy. Right. Um, and it's, it's great because out. Tiffany Haddish just explains like, but he captured a little girl and you have to find out who oh she is. God. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you for <laughs> catching me up, baby. Thank you. Thank you. The halfway point. Gotta love it. So she's like, okay, well, we got to extend your stay. What are we going to do? You should probably ask um, if we can suggest a like kidnapping plot. Mm. And that way you can kind of think of like places he may have like taken her. Oh, I see. And he's like, no, he'll know something's off right away. This is a movie about two sensitive men. It's a very quiet movie. There's not a lot of action. Yeah. Um. And she's like, I mean, that's cool, but like, you gotta do this. And like, y- your movie doesn't have a hook. It doesn't See, have a hook yet. It doesn't feel like a movie, like a blockbuster yet. This feels like adaptation. It does, doesn't it? Where like they're talking about the movie that they're in, exactly. Right. right? Where they're just like, we need a hook. We need something, right? Like it. It's weird. Yeah. That this movie's doing it's that. Very strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So she's like, you put it in. He's like, all right, fine. I'll try that. So yeah. they're out skeet shooting, um, mm-hmm. and suggest the idea to Pedro Pascal. And Pedro Pascal's like, why would you do that? Why would you want to do a kidnapping? Mm. And he says, why are you fucking lying to me? And Nick Cage's like, oh shit. Why you, Why would you lie to me? It's like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. What? You are lying to me. You feel guilty about not being with your daughter. Ooh. That's why you want to put on a kidnapping plot because you feel 
like a, a girl getting taken would be something that would make her you relate to her more or something like that. Okay. I don't really quite. That's a bit. It's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit stretch, but you feel bad. He wants to. Imp- they need it. They something. need it. Apparently, do this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he can't figure out yet what's going on. Yeah. Why yeah. would he know that anyway? Yeah. Um. So anyway, he's like, oh, thank God. Uh, also, no one using ear protection. <laughs> No one like yeah, that would be fucking lame, bro. Oh, you're right. That's true. <laughs> Being able to hear and talk to each other is fucking lame. Yeah, fucking lame. Uh, anyway, so so Nick Cage doesn't need ear protection, man. You're right. Tiffany Haddish apparently calls up Nick Cage later and says like, "Hey, I'm being tailed. You may have been made. You might need to get out of the house now because oh I've God. been made." Um, so he's like, "Uh, okay." I probably just recognize her from something. Yeah, probably another movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then she's like, he's like, he leaves, but then Pedro Pascal's like, oh, hey, I got to stop you. I'm sorry to do this, but I need you to come with me. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's a whole thing about like, he's nervous. Nick Cage is like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry I had to do this. You left me no choice. And then he opens up these doors. And it's his daughter. It's his daughter and his wife. Ooh. Both together there. That's and scary. He's like, and she's like. Um, why are we here? Are you sick? We were we flew all the way here because we thought you were sick. He's like, I'm not sick. It's like I can't believe it. We had to get in a plane immediately because this is how important it was. We didn't even look for a cat sitter. The cat could be dead. We don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, Wait, the wife and daughter of Nick Cage cannot get a cat sitter. I guess not. Truly not in time. Insane. They that, don't know a single person. That's how that quick it was. You cat. know, they've never used Rover or whatever those sites are. I uh, feel like you would be able. Like you're not someone of like influence and you would be able to get a cat sitter pretty quickly yeah i'd sit your cat maybe you know what if you do like have an emergency and you need to use like one of those services like rover or whatever you do have to like verify yourself and figure yeah, out yeah but stuff you out. have like personal like i could be your cat sitter is what i'm saying you have people in your life that that's be, true that but maybe they don't you know maybe they don't they don't have a single person maybe they don't life. have many people who want to watch a cat or something you know maybe there's a lot of people who are busy they can't commit to it i'd be like i get to fucking watch a cat in nick cage's house that ah, sounds pretty great. cool yeah that's true you know what good point sorry this is the most unrealistic part of the movie it, this yeah plot hole plot hole uh anyway uh the unbearable like, oh. weight of massive plot holes <laughs> Pedro says, hey, what you need to do is you need to have lunch with your family and settle this all out mm. so we can get back to writing a good script without your personal baggage, which is weird because, like, the personal baggage, I feel, was, like, what makes scripts good, but whatever. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Just get an AI to write it. Yeah, just get an AI to write it, man. <laughs> you need to, like, have any soul. Just no. Come on. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, and then after that, they can go home. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they can go home after that. That's fine. We'll just do this lunch. Mm. Um, so they have the lunch and Nick Cage apologizes very poorly to his family. And then, How so? um, Mike, you always ask for things. I didn't quite write. I'm down. sorry. You don't have to just like give an interpretation. Okay. An like, interpretation what, is basically like, guys, I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry. I pulled you out of this place. Um, that's it. Okay. It was so like, it's, it's half hearted. It's very half hearted. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, so he's like, let's just focus on the good times we had together, you know? Just just focus on the good times, guys. Mm-hmm. Let like, the good times and roll. And he's like, you're never there for me. Like, you you missed out in so many parts of my life. Mm. You missed like, out when I was in Click. Yeah. You weren't there when I was in Underworld. <laughs> you didn't protect me from Underworld. <laughs> so um, he's like, yeah, well, I made that song. You know, I made that song for you at your birthday. And she's like, that song was all about you. You just wanted to be the center of attention. That's all you care about. But that's not true. I mean, that's what it sounds like, though. That's how he's expressing his love, is he wants to be the center of attention. That's true. Um, Someone had to sing that song. It's true. It's true. And it's just ending poorly. They're just clearly not getting along still. Yeah. And Paige was like, oh, we have a lot more work to do than we realized. Mm-hmm. 
But then Lucas appears and gets a call, calls up Pedro. Pedro his shitty shows cousin. Up, his shitty cousin we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And Lucas is love. He loves Fruit Loops. Loves Fruit Loops. He's eating Fruit Loops. Not a single cool time stuff. in my half of the movie. <laughs> he loves Fruit Loops. Okay. Pedro. Do you Best. like Fruit Loops? I think they're a fine cereal. They're okay. I think they're fine too. I wouldn't go out of my way to get them, but they're okay. If if they were <laughs> if they were in a bowl in front of you, I would eat. You'd them. eat them. Fuck yeah, I'd eat them. You wouldn't question why it was there. No. You'd if just someone, be like, yeah, digging in, baby. It wouldn't be my, you know, those little variety boxes. Mm. It wouldn't be the last two. That's all I'm saying. You know, the last two is always like Raisin Bran and no something way. else. Yeah, definitely. Like the, cheer- the, plain, the boring plain Cheerios. Snaps. Or what are they called? The oh, uh, I like snaps. What are they called? That's not what they called. Smacks. Right? Smacks. You I like, like smacks? I like smacks. What do they smacks taste good. like? I'm not reading them. <laughs> you never even tried them. I don't like how they look. <laughs> they they're like um honey crisps. They're like all honey tasting. I read a honey crisp by there. What the fuck? What about honeycomb? Have you ever had the honey? What's that stuff called? Is it honey? Is that honey? that's honey crisp, right? Yeah, I think that's honey crisp. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it tastes like that kind of. Like okay. A little bit more like rice puffy. Okay, so it's. Uh, is I'm it pretty like, sure it's gluten free. Actually, now I think about it. Is it like a? Is it like those honey nut Cheerios? Is that kind of honey? It's a little bit more flavorful than that. More flavorful. I think so. I like honey nut Cheerios, but I do think this is like more of like a almost on the sugary side. A little interesting. Bit. Probably because of the rice. I think so. Yeah. I think it's a little bit sweeter because of that. Um, yeah, I like Smacks. I think they're, they're a pretty solid one. Uh, all right, let's go back on track, Mike. I just want to know what's going on with the Smacks cereal. <laughs> all right, so he likes uh, Fruit Loops. He loves Fruit Loops. Okay. Is um, that coming to play later? Absolutely not. I just wanted to bring it up because the movie really wanted to let you know about that. Okay. Pedro seems very intimidated by him for some by reason. By Fruit Loops. And he's like, listen, um, so I, man, I, I, me, Lucas, I kidnapped, just get I, kid, together. I kidnapped <laughs> Delgado's daughter. What? Yeah. He just full admits it? Pretty much. He applies it a little bit, and then Pedro pieces it together, and then says, like, wow, you fucking did it, didn't you? Lucas did. And he's like, yeah, that's oh, fine. Oh, I thought you said Pedro did it. No, 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 no. Lucas did Lucas it. Lucas did it. Lucas ki- kidnapped oh my Delgado's God. daughter. And Fuck. Was, yeah. I'm so pissed. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Um, basically, he wants to leverage some political things to get someone in power, basically. Mm. Doesn't fucking matter. I, this is just like plot points to get Nick Cage doing stuff. This is the MacGuffin of the film, exactly. Um, but he's like, but someone, you know, this won't go through if someone's going to betray me. And I want to let you know that, like, um, fucking Nick Cage is the one who's betraying you, dude. How does he know? Uh, because they have evidence of him in a on mic, basically saying, uh, "I love being a spy. This is so much fun." <laughs> They have evidence of that. That's funny. Um, so yeah, he did say in front of a mirror. So yeah, it was maybe probably, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The U.S. government basically. Yeah. Uh, he works for. So then, yeah. So they have evidence, and then Lucas pulls a gun out on Pedro and points it at him. He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you because you brought him in here to betray Damn. us." He's like, "Actually, to do that, how about you kill him? You kill him. Yeah. Or I have to kill you. It's one or the other. So you pick your poison. I knew so he, Pedro could be trusted. So he gives the gun to Pedro Pascal. Um. So. Uh, but just during like that the last of during us, that man. time, yeah, it's just like that, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Oh, I don't know. This is the time when uh, Man- Mando gives the gun to Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> um, so Grogu, come on. Uh, oh, excuse me. No, he's Baby Yoda forever no, in my on. life. No, I'm never gonna acknowledge Grogu. Never. Yeah, now and then, there's gonna be the Disney Plus series called Grogu, and then you'll be eating your words. I, you know what? That's fine. I can eat my words. <laughs> Uh, so then um, Tiffany Had calls Nick Cage and is like, hey, um, 
I want to let you know that, like, I feel like they made you out. So what you're going to have to do is you're now going to have to kill Pedro Pascal. <gasps> um, but they're not going to want to kill each other. I know, I know, I know. Um, and so he's like, goes back to his wife and is like, hey, uh, I got to do something. <laughs> um, also, it's just funny to just be like, hey, you got to take him out yourself. This untrained actor. Yeah. You just got to murder someone. Where's Ike Barinholtz in all of this? I don't know. Wait, who? Her partner. Well, he's never. I never knew he. She had a partner. <laughs> what is he I, dead? I, in your I, I do movie? not see him at all ever. That's crazy to me. All right, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, he then admits to his wife, like, "Look, I'm working for the CIA. Uh, you guys have to go back to your your, your room. You'll be safe there. I'm gonna You'll go. Dude, I got there. some business to take care of." And she's like, "What the fuck? Okay, I guess." Mm-hmm. Um. So then, Nick and Pedro meet each other. The vibes are weird. Vibes are weird because they both have to kill each other now. Mm, I can relate. Um, maybe that thing. Oh, yes. By the way, she's like, do you have access to a gun? He's like, I think I have access to a gun. Oh, and it's the face-off it's gun. It's the face-off guns. Yeah. So then um, they meet each other. Pedro says, you know what? I think that kidnapping plot is a good idea. But let's let's drive out to the cliffs to clear our heads and think about the first act. And Nick Cage is like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> um, so they start driving in a car, and they just keep kind of like delaying things. They're like, oh, so... You want to get out and take a walk? And he's like, well, I like your shoes. Yeah. You got nice shoes. These mm. are perfect for you. How are they? The shoes? Uh, one of them is like a uh, like a loafer, and one of them is like a sneaker, like a Vans or something. Is he wearing two different shoes? No, no. I'm talking about each person's complimenting oh, each other's shoes. Okay. Pedro's complimenting Nick Cage's. Nick Cage is complimenting Pedro's. And then they say, wow, I think this one will look perfect on you. So they actually swap shoes oh. for some weird reason. Interesting. Um. And it's weird because it implies that they did both, but I only see the action of one shoe getting flipped over. So now they're wearing different shoes. They're wearing different shoes, I guess. Yeah, they're mixed matched. Um, which is great. You know, they they love movies and they have the same shoe size. Match made in heaven. That's all I'm saying. That's very funny. Um, and he's like, while they get up and start walking, they say, Nick's like, you know what? You're one of those friends that we could be away from each other, and no matter how much time has passed feels just like they don't have to bond again don't have to bond again yeah not like unlike us yeah (laughs) (laughs) this wouldn't happen with us let's be honest (laughs) if only they had a weekly podcast yeah (laughs) so much better i would probably tune in for a pedro pascal and nick cage weekly oh that'd be great yeah they just talk about the cabinet of dr caligari that would be awesome um so they walk into kind of like an open area and then they both pedro pulls out guns like i'm sorry i have to do this i'm so sorry i hate to do this Mm. Uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. And he pulls out guns. Nick Cage pulls out his guns, and they're just pointing guns at each other. And he starts admitting, like, Pedro starts saying, like, look, I'm not the leader of the organization like you've been told. I'm just a figurehead. I took over as a figurehead for my dad when this happened. My, I think is, but Lucas is actually the one who's running the whole thing. He's calling all the shots. I didn't do shit. Mm. I didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> I didn't do this! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Um. So he's like, oh, really? Oh, well, this makes it harder to kill you, basically, is what I'm thinking is going through his head. And he's like, yeah, like, I can't even be with Gabriella because... No, it, his girlfriend! Because it would put a target on, a, on her back, right, you know? Right, right. And I'm like, damn, this is just like Spider-Man. He can't even <laughs> do... You know? He can't reveal yeah, himself. Yeah. Same thing. That's true. Crime Lord, Spider-Man, same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Um, Nick, yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal should have been Spider-Man. Yeah. And they say, like... Both of them are just like, oh, well, I don't want to kill you. It's like, yeah, I don't want to kill you just because you're in the government. And he's like, well, I don't want to kill you either. Yeah. It's like, actually, they both say, I love you. And uh, oh they're like, they both put down their guns. Like, oh, okay, this is going to work out. But then gunfire starts happening because somebody else, Lucas, was basically figured out, like, hey, uh, 
mm, he's not actually going to kill them. Right. But at least we can lure him out to an open area. Um, so they start shooting, and they shoot back. Are they? Oh, they're near the cliff. They are near cliffs. Oh, are they going to jump off the cliff? No, they're not going to jump off the cliff, because that would probably kill someone. In they real. did it earlier. They did it earlier? Yeah, the movie opened with them jumping off a cliff. But wasn't that, that wasn't the Con Air part? What do you mean? Wait, the movie opened with them jumping off not a cliff? Not open, but no, no, no. But oh. it, at the beginning of the movie, like they, they go and drive to a cliff, and then they jump off of it. Uh, okay. Like a big action movie mm, together. So I, I thought that was like foreshadowing. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, But it not. wasn't. It was not. Uh, because they're getting shot at, and you just get shot in the water then if that's the case, right? No. No? Well, you would, but <laughs> the people would probably be like, oh, they're dead now, you know? I like, guess that's true. I guess wipe our hands of it. How do they get out of this Even though they situation? did it earlier in the movie that we saw them because yeah, we're the bad guys. But that's for us. That's for the audience. Oh, I got see. it. I got it. I yeah. got it. No, they didn't do that. So it's like somebody's like writing a journal, and they put the journal in their breast pocket, and then the oh, person yes. shoots them. And then it hits the breast pocket, and they're like, oh, God, I can't believe I had this. Yeah. Thank you for giving it to me, my best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. I love you, too. Exactly. But that's not what happens here. No, that's not what happens. What happens? Uh, anyway, so they get in the car and they start driving. They get back to the car, start driving away, and then there's a whole chase with two guys on a motorcycle. Yeah. And they lose one guy. He flies into some place off the path. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then another one where he's, there's a guy gaining up on him. Mm. And Pedro Pascal's like, slam on the brakes, slam on the brakes. And he's like, that's not going to work. That only works in movies. He's like, no, 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 it works. Trust me. And so he slams on the brakes, and the motorcycle guy flies hits the back of the car, flies into the front, into the back seat. Whoa. And then they have to start beating him up and he starts beating him and they eventually kick him off. Um, nice. And they're, they're home free, right? Totally. That, um, that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. They drive home. Yeah. Um, so what happened though <laughs> is Tiffany Haddish calls uh, Nick Cage and is like, hey, they took your daughter. Uh, and that's that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> fucking get her back. Nothing I can do. <laughs> Sorry about Best that. Best of luck, Mickey. <laughs> and it seems like we're getting made, so then they start getting... Uh, they just cannot stop getting made, I these know. fucking guys. Well, they've already been made, so now, like, basically... They're just constantly getting caught. made. I know. Yeah. Making all what over the place. What does that mean, getting made? It just means your identity's been blown. Yeah, but, like, why do they say that? Um, Because they made out who you are. Oh. That's it. Is that really... Probably, right? Probably, right? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look up how... <laughs> I never didn't look this dude's research for the podcast. I knew Mike was going to ask, what does made mean? I didn't know that. Fucking just, I'm just using context clues. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. But it's probably right. Probably. probably. It's good enough. It's good enough to get Mike off my back, guys. That's true. I um, was constant. I was on Ethan's back. Fuck, all we would hear all night <laughs> after this podcast. What does made mean? <laughs> oh, Mike, what does made mean? <laughs> Ethan, do you know what words are? <laughs> mm, I do like words that Ethan has. All right. Enough of this. <laughs> That was your mic minute. That was pretty Ethan. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's perfect yeah. impersonation. <laughs> Very quiet. Are <laughs> you? That's enough. Can you continue with the movie though, please? <laughs> it's like Muppet Mike. It is not at all. <laughs> anyway, um, what happened next? <laughs> uh, they're like, "Hey, come here." Yeah. Come to my place. Uh, oh fuck! I'm getting made, and they start fucking. Stop getting made. They start fucking shooting, and yeah. um, yeah. Tiffany Haddish dies. No, she's killed. But they go up to meet her, which is funny because she's having like a shootout, mm. um, and they're gonna try to meet her because she's apparently safe, quote unquote. Apparently not. No, um, she got made. She gets shot, and then like shoots these other guys to kill them. Yeah, and like they're up, they're going up the stairs. And they don't seem bothered by hearing gunshots like above them. It's mm. very weird. That's not. 
All right. Um, <laughs> just saying, CinemaSin. I gotta, I gotta say, this movie kind of falling apart <laughs> near the end of it all. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, you know what? It turns out maybe you should have just been the sensitive guy movie. Yeah, I think maybe that's what it should have been. I think this whole <laughs> I kidna- dug that aspect. I think the kidnapping it. plot. I don't know. It's really lame. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's working. <laughs> um. So anyway, they all die in a shootout, like no. including the bad guys, the good guys. So they just kind of sit there and like, well, what, what the fuck? What, what do we do? do? Now? What yeah. do we do? We got to go to that. They took them, took uh, the two girls to a compound now, mm. um, which is like the a, two girls. Well, it, now Addie's captured them. They had the, right. old, the old girl. From oh, the got it, got it, got it. I know. I forgot about her, too. Yeah. Uh, the whole reason. It's like, wait, here. another girl got kidnapped? Yeah, that's the right, original. Addie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they take her to like a old church. It's like a fortress now. Mm. Um, you know, as churches are built like that. That's right. Uh, so then, um, they're like, let's see. Oh, we go into Nick's mind palace real quick, which <laughs> I was shocked by. I mean, it's the same thing you were talking about. It's got other Nikki. It's got Nikki in it. Oh. I, this is the first time and only time I see Nikki, by the way. Got it. Okay. Got um, it. Got it. Got and I'm it. like, wow, this, this looks pretty, pretty good. Pretty good effect. Yeah. Um, and then he basically like fights with them and asks like, you, you fucking, don't actually be a real hero, you crazy person. You're not a real hero. Don't do that. Um, but, you know, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so they get brought to, like, a safe house. Um, they are talked that Pedro Pascal knows about. They hang out there and, like, try to hatch a plan mm-hmm. and uh, with his wife. And uh, I think that's it. It's just Pedro Pascal, his wife, and... Pedro's wife? Nick Cage's Nick wife. Nick Cage's wife. Got it. And, um, Gabriella? Yeah, Gabriella's there, too. Okay, cool. So, kind of wife. Anyway, uh, they're like, how are we going to get in there? It's like completely impossible to get there. We don't want to like, get made. Like, what if we go through the front door? <gasps> like, how They'll do you, never what, suspect what do you, it. What do you plan on doing that? And he's like, well, the reason he's doing this whole kidnapping is because he wants to make uh, amends with another gang that is has Sergio in front of it. Some guy named Sergio is the leader of the gang. He wants to like really meet with him okay. and discuss like expanding business or whatever. Like That's the whole reason he's doing this whole kidnapping is to make him happy. Okay. Um, so what if, but no one has seen Sergio for years. So no one knows what he looks like, but you know who could play Sergio? Nick Cage. Nick Cage. And it happens, just so happens that Nick Cage's wife is really good at prosthetics. So they make up. Oh, this is okay. She, she worked in movies in the makeup department. Yeah. So that makes sense. So yeah, it was established. It was established earlier. It was set up. Um, it's still silly. It's silly. You know, it's not as silly as that one part in Hunger Games where the baker can like that. decorate stuff. <laughs> the worst. I think shit about that every world. so often. I, so funny. I think that and I just start laughing. I laugh every time. I think a little little yeah. pita sitting in the ground. Like I'm here. I'm here too. <laughs> don't don't look I'm at a log. me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So he's now Sergio. He's now gonna be Sergio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he walks right in. To the church compound with his wife. Nick's Cage brings his wife That's and calls dangerous. her Santa Barbara Barbara. This is my wife, Santa Barbara Barbara from Santa Barbara. Okay. That's why she speaks that's why she's American. Which is funny because she's not American. Yeah, but she's got an American accent for in this part. She's also acting. Which I don't know why. Why did that matter? Why? Yeah, why did she just play a British? Why did she person? just have her British accent? Whatever. Maybe it's to get in the mood. Um, but anyway, he's acting in the mood. He's, getting yeah. all, he's acting all weird and goofy, you know. Uh huh. I'm Sergio. Yeah, what's up? Um, and then Lucas pulls out a knife immediately. He's like, you think you just walk in here? Ah, it's good to see you, man. It's good. We'll figure this out. We'll, we'll try making a deal here. So it does work, but it's, you know, scary. This movie is I'm a lot terrified. Of, this movie is like basically like, here's the scary part. It's okay. Here's right. the scary part. It's okay. We're going to say something. It's fine. We're going to yeah. say something. It's so fine. Almost like not much has consequences. It's really it weird. Worked, it worked better when it was like 
Pedro Pascal. Because, like, it's supposed to be, like, he's threatening, and then you reveal he's not yeah. at all. But, like, these guys are the bad guys. Yeah. Like, they should be a little bit smarter, a little bit more, you know. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. Anyway, so they get into the, the, the place, and yeah. the, uh, the couple... Nick Cage and his wife are like, hey, so probably holding the girls in the basement. So let's try to sneak in. Hmm. So they sneak and they almost get caught. One guy like is right around the corner of this like sewer area and they punch him out, um, which is very shocking. Like Nick Cage just punches the guy out. That would uh, hurt. And then they're like, wow, we did it. I can't believe it. And then they immediately get caught <laughs> right afterwards. <laughs> and they get brought to Lucas, who still believes it's, it's Sergio, Sergio. Um, even though he's kind of being a real dick to Sergio. And I'm like, that's probably what you should do if you're trying to make a deal. Yeah. But then... Um, he notices prosthetic, of course, is coming off a little bit. Right. Uh, and he's like, what the hell? And he starts pulling it off. And But then um, Nick Cage pulls a gun on Lucas and grabs him in like a chokehold, puts a gun to his head. And he's like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill him. Wife, get out of here with the girls. And so she grabs the two girls and runs away. Cool. Um, but Pedro Pascal comes in at the same time and is like, hey, what's going on? And the wife's like, oh, he's still in there. He's like, no one's going to save him. He's like, oh, i got to save him. So Pedro Pascal runs upstairs. Got it. Um. So then uh, they basically, what happens after that? Um, Why didn't they could just shoot this guy? I know, right? Well, I mean, it would have been messy and trauma. Well, I mean, then they would have no leverage, right? They would just shoot him. Like, why oh, wouldn't they just yeah, shoot him that's after fair, that? fair. Um, so then, <laughs> I like how at first it was like, oh, they'd be traumatizing to murder a man. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. And then it's like, but there'll also be no leverage. <laughs> <laughs> the Probably the real he's reason. Gonna, he's going to get made. He's going to get killed. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get made again. Don't get made. Don't get made. Um, unless it's Made in Manhattan starring Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Watch that movie. I'm sure it's on some streaming service somewhere. <laughs> Probably. No Nick Cage to that movie. Every time I hear anything with Maiden, I think of Made in Manhattan with Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. I don't know why. 2004 film or something like that. <laughs> Probably. Anyway. What is that movie even about? I'm going to guess a maid that lives in, in Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. Yeah, it's a pretty good yeah. one, right? There's also another movie. It's a TV show, actually. It takes place in New York. It's called Made Men with uh, it's Don Draper and uh, oh Made yeah, Men. Made okay, men. that's where yeah. they get made every day. That's right. Yeah, they exactly. drink a lot of whiskey and they talk about making new maids. <laughs> and they make they make ads. They made me- they made ads. Oh, yeah, exactly. interesting. That's yeah. a fun. That's a cool little name for that. That's really cute. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much. Um, <laughs> you didn't rake it. Fuck you. <laughs> Taking credit for Made Man. Come on, that's a TV show. A TV you show. Did you work on the bed? Work no, on Made Men, no. Mike? No, oh, I've been made. Get me <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Not yet. You've got to finish the movie. Oh, okay, okay. The movie's not done yet. It's almost done, but it's oh. not quite. What's going to so, happen? Nick Cage Is Nick gonna die? gets fucking stabbed no! by Lucas. He pulls out a knife and stabs him, pulls off all his prosthetics. Lucas has a gun right to Nick Cage, but then Nick does hashtag acting. It takes 13 milliseconds for the human brain to send a message to the body. So by the time your bullets hit me, my cerebral cortex will be transmitting a signal to the 17 healthy muscles that operate my trigger finger. And before your asshole has a chance to fuck her up, your medulla obligata will be splattered all over the fucking wall behind you. And if that's the last thing I accomplish on this beautiful green earth, well then, ha! I say ha! What a way to fucking go! This is the monologue from the beginning of the movie oh. for the movie that he thought would be the role that changed his oh, life. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's the, pretty cool. The 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 the, the he, he that's the line he read to the director to try to convince him to ca- oh. to cast him in the movie. And it did change his life because he had enough courage to uh, <laughs> say it to a shoot guy. him. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah. Shoot, he did shoot him, 
um, but didn't kill Lucas, and then they escape. Got uh, it. So then um, they all get in the truck and drive away. Does got... he do like a, an accent when he's doing it? Who? Oh, Nick he Cage. did. Yeah, he does like an inflection. There you go. Um, so everyone gets in the truck. You got Nick Cage, Nick Cage's wife, Pedro Pascal, Gabriella, and the two girls. And the other girl is there, and now obviously you can see what's going on. And right. she's like, "Is that Nick Cage? That's fucking cool." She and loves I'm like, Nick Cage. And I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." Even yeah. even if she didn't like Nick Cage, that'd <laughs> be fucking crazy. Cage. Imagine yeah. an actor like out there that just like, what would be the actor you'd be like, "That's still cool." Like any actor, right? You'd be like, why any the fuck actor? Did, any actor coming to save you? What if it was James Corden shows up? You're like, that's no. kind of cool that James Corden's saving me. <laughs> and now that I say that out loud, I think it's a lie. I don't think I'll be very happy if James Corden <laughs> no, saved me. No, you would not. I think it'd be, there are a couple people who I wouldn't There's be down with. There's a lot with. of actors out there yeah, there's actually I wouldn't quite a be few. happy with. I don't know. <laughs> the guy from uh, Seven in House of Cards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's Spacey? come to save me. <laughs> Great. Whoopi. <laughs> oh, it's Louis C.K. Great. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, imagine. It's like the oh god, it's like the that 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 series. Oh god. What the fuck is the name of that movie series with like uh all the big action stars? Oh the like, expendables. The expendables, but it's all canceled <laughs> actors. <laughs> the cancelables. Yes! <laughs> and then the last movie, who learns about putting pop? <laughs> MCU! <laughs> That's the MCU yes. reveal! Oh, I'm gonna put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby shows up in the third one. Oh, no! <laughs> He's the head of it all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is he dead yet? <laughs> I forget. Did he die? Sadly, not yet. At really? The, at the time of this recording, he's still okay. alive and well. I can't believe that. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so my, my, oh, my, 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 my statement stands, I don't want every actor to come out Okay, to save that's me. fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What if Kate Beckinsale comes save you? That's that cool. would be fucking You'd awesome. Be like, that's cool, I right? I would be in safe hands. Right, yeah. I know she knows her way around a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the gun has infinite bullets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so... They're driving. They're driving away. And uh, Pedro Pascal's like, look, I got to buy you guys some time. I have to finally stand up to my cousin. Mm. So he rolls out the back of the car, even though Nick Cage is like, don't do it. Yeah. And then Gabrielle also just gets out of the car uh, because Nick Cage stops. And is like, come back. He's God like, no, damn. I'll stay here. So him, uh, Pedro Pascal and Gabriella are shooting at the caravan that's coming. It's like three cars are chasing him. Uh -huh. The one car busts up and, and breaks, but it's not the main car. Like it, They actually do stop one car successfully. I mean, he's shooting two guns. She's got a machine gun. It's great. That's a good time. Looks <laughs> okay. really cool. Um, so now it's just a car scene chase, you know. Sweet. Standard thing. It's it's solid. It's nothing to write home about, but it's pretty fun. Uh-huh. Nothing uh, to drive home about. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but eventually get cornered by one of Lucas's goonies, and they're not ready to get <laughs> hit. Goonies! Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Data? <laughs> I was trying to think of any goonie names. <laughs> And that would be so far out of my yeah. brain. Who does the truffle shuffle kid? Truffle shuffle. Truffle yeah, shuffle truffle kid. shuffle kid. They're driving at him. And he's shuffle shuffling. And they're like, he's stop! All the bullets off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is like the earliest internet gif I remember seeing. Me too. Is the truffle shuffle the kid. Truffle shuffle kid. getting shot a bunch of times. <laughs> and they're reflecting all the bullets yeah, off of him. bouncing off of him. Yeah. Uh, we watched Goonies for the podcast. Go listen to that. Did we? Yes. I definitely didn't. Okay, now I'm Googling. I don't think we watched Goonies for the podcast, man, man. We did not watch Goonies of the podcast. We didn't. 
When did I watch this movie? <laughs> you probably watched it like in, you know on your own. All right, fine. You're right. We didn't watch the Goonies. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just imagining any movie I didn't like we watched for the podcast. We probably did. Yeah, no, <laughs> the Trouble Shuffle Kid. Anyway, okay. So the, the, one of the Goonies was there. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies gets hit by a truck and dies. Oh, no. So there you go. One's gone. No. Yeah, tr- R.I.P. Trouble Shuffle. Damn. Uh, so now. Hate um, to see it. Actual Lucas finally caught up to him as chasing them and shooting the car. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, they eventually crash into what looks like a police station or something. <laughs> okay. Like a police station courtyard. I want to be specific. It's not an actual police station. It's like the, the courtyard, the, of, the courtyard police of police station. So a bunch of cops are there mm-hmm. and they pull out guns. Um, but then it's not enough time for Lucas to get out of the car, grab Nick Cage, put a gun to his head. Um, and then fucking random. The Chekhov's knife. Earlier in the movie, some knife fell into the... Um, car and uh, like the where gr- from where i don't remember it okay matter. all right um and um i think it's when they're all getting in i think it just falls uh, just in a knife I think fell, knife in the fell in the you car you know how the knives do no someone had a knife at some point maybe sure. that was the one tiffany had a sh- hand to Nick before Cage. she got made yeah before she got made yeah anyway um fucking she the random girl th- gives the throws the knife to his daughter mm. and the daughter throws the knife to Nick Cage, who's being currently held captive by Lucas. Lucas, and he grabs a knife out of the air and stabs Lucas. And then the camera cuts to him looking back at his wife and daughter, but it's no longer his wife and daughter. It is what it is. It's <laughs> Demi Moore playing his wife, and just some random person as, as the kid. Oh, and it says, is that from Con Air? And then they say, "We made it, Nick." No, it's just literally there. Now it goes cuts to. And then she says, I love you, Dad. And it's in front of a new capital for some reason. It's a completely different place. Oh. And then it cuts to a theater of people, and everyone's giving a standing oh, ovation for Nick Cage. they're watching the movie. They're watching the movie. Oh. That's why you felt it was very meta of them working on the script, and they just basically wrote the same thing. I see. It's just like adaptation. Pretty similar. Yeah. Not as trippy. Not as good, yeah. No, not as good, but, you know. Yeah. Um, what is? Well, what is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, his wife and daughter are very proud of him. Neil Patrick Harris is here suddenly. He's like, says, we're back. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you, where were you? Nick Cage says, not that we went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. That's uh, his thing. Yeah. Okay. That's Nick Cage's thing. And then everyone leaves. Pedro Pascal shows him. like, what did everyone think? I couldn't be there to watch the movie. I was too nervous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it was great. Everyone loved it. It's like, awesome. Hey, do you want to go to the after party? And he's like, no. Nick Cage says, I'm going to hang out with my family. Wow. So he goes, hangs out with his family. Cut to them hanging out in the living room. Just making jokes, small talk, having a good time. And it's like, hey, you know what? Why don't you choose the movie this time, Addie? How about you choose the movie, says Nick Cage. Paddington 2. And she says, well, this is weird, but have you ever seen Paddington 2? Oh, baby! So the movie ends with them watching Paddington 2. Nice. And the camera pulls out to show them living in their house. Mm-hmm. And over the night sky, you just hear, You're Nick fucking Cage! And that's the end of the movie. All right. Yeah. We really lost steam by the end. Of I it was all. gonna say at the end. I was like, <laughs> "This is this is kind of what I expected." Yeah, this, this is, is kind of what it I expected. Turned into the meme movie. I was uh, yeah. dreading. It's not, yeah, it, mm, not 
to say it's necessarily bad. No, it's just no, no. fine. It's yeah. just fine. Yeah. Um, but, but it sounds like the fine. beginning of the movie sounded great. I really enjoyed. The it sounds like that's what I wanted. You know, it yeah. wanted to be the two sensitive men talking to each other. I liked that aspect of it. I yeah. almost wonder if they actually had this conversation about we need a hook in this movie. Probably. Watch like fine, we'll do a kidnapping thing, actually CIA or something. Yeah. So just having to do a weird birthday party for a random reason like that plot really now that i think about it doesn't have to be there nah. like you could just went to an expensive birthday party and, and just they could have just hung out with someone who's a super fan that's why i thought the whole like kidnapping thing was going to be very minimal no I, that's like all the second half because i was like that's so fucking like wrote. heavy and rote yeah yeah i was just like I, i'd rather just watch nick cage and pedro pascal just like chill and talk about movies and write their shitty movie you yeah know? Like take, the, take take drugs and ride around town the thing i was surprised about because like i saw the trailer originally i thought the movie was going to be more like uh galaxy quest where mm. like pedro pascal thinks nick cage is the guy he is in his movies and he gets him to like oh save the girl who got like kidnapped okay um, that's actually kind of what i thought similar to that right yeah but and and all of the scenes I had seen in the trailer were like, you know, Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage, like climbing over a wall or whatever. And then I see it in context. I'm like, oh, none of this actually matters. Like none of this. It's all they're like taking drugs. They're paranoid. It's all in their head. So I thought like, oh, that'd be a fun take is like n- there's no actual like drama. There's nothing bad. Actually, That's so really interesting happening. that it kind of shifts literally at Completely the halfway point shifts at the halfway point. Yeah. yeah. Once they enter that cave, once they enter the pure fandom. Yeah. Maybe this is a message on fandom. Maybe, maybe. Just like The Fanatic. Great movie that we did watch we for the podcast. We did watch that one for the podcast. I'll never forget. Uh, yeah, the movie was fine. Yeah. Oh, let's rate it on a scale. So this will be fun. Ooh. We're going to do Plastic this for, teeth. We're going to do all... Plastic of, teeth. Oh, okay. I was going to compare them. So I was going to... So you have oh. the, the, the Pedro Pascal scale. You've got um, Face Off, uh, Paddington 3, and or Paddington 2, <laughs> and uh, uh, so Dr. Tem- Caligari. Don't tell me with a good time. Okay. So that's where we're, where we're rating Face-Off's it. a good movie. You like Face-Off, right? Yeah, Face-Off's a good movie. Oh, I didn't like Face-Off. And then I put it at the bottom. It's a, fun, it's a little long, but it's fun. <laughs> okay. It's weird as fuck. We won't do that then. We'll do what? Uh, plastic teeth? Yeah. How many teeth do you give it? Plastic teeth? Yeah. I I'll give take the plastic. Out of how many? 32? 32 plastic teeth? <laughs> I don't know, five. Five plastic teeth. Five plastic teeth? The classic scale. We're just doing a fun plastic teeth. All right. I give it two plastic teeth out of five. Wow. You really seem to be high on this movie, and then I feel like I crushed your dreams. kind of did. Wow. That whole kidnapping thing really fucking wore me out. I didn't give a shit. Didn't give a fucking shit about that uh, I think I'm a little higher on it because I kind of expected this. Oh, yeah. And so I was I'm, okay with it, but I feel like you had your expectations at the bottom, and then they raised way they too did. high. They really and did. And then they just sunk. I would have watched a movie of Nick Cage making out with himself is the thing. And I didn't yeah. even get that. You know, so. I'm like, there's nothing truer that I've ever heard you say about yourself. <laughs> nothing truer. Maybe that deep fake will come out finally. One day. Um, um, I give it three stars. Three. It was better. Three than teeth. I, three teeth. Excuse me. Whoa, oh, three my God. Plastic teeth. <laughs> three stars. That means nothing in this world. No, We're talking on. about plastic. We're talking teeth. about plastic teeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it was. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. It I, was fine. It was better than I expected. Which I think my fine. fine is lower than your fine is the thing. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. Your fine I, is actually this? like, I don't want to watch we're, it. If we're giving it uh, half scores, I'd give it two and a half teeth. How about that? I feel if both of our scores are combined, it equals two and a half. That's what I'm saying. Which I think I could agree with. I can agree with that too. It was fine. It was totally, totally it was good. Just it had, fine. But it had some good moments, it right? It did. It had great moments. It had some great moments. I think. I think it's just outstated. It's welcome. I think it's just your expectations have to be aligned properly. Probably. But think, the problem is my expectations raised 
given the first half of the movie. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bottom of the barrel, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's so, true. And then the first half raised me up. And so I feel like if I had seen the entire movie, I probably would have been like, all right, what the fuck is going on here now? You know, like, what's yeah. this fucking Sergio bullshit? Yeah. You know, I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. It was kind of fun watching. I recommend it. It was kind of fun watching. You know what I'd recommend more, though? Huh? Adaptation. Uh, it's a great movie. Or you could listen to any of our other Nick Cage podcasts, including uh, the ones that are coming soon. Yes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it in the show no matter what it says. Uh, even if it starts out really great, and then in the end it sort of just starts to trail off. Mm, yes. Uh, you can uh, you can also uh, email us and email theotherhalfpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and yeah, just uh, just keep track because we're going we're gonna to watch some more Nick Cage movies and we're going to compare them. Um. So, yeah. We have, if you want to listen to other Nick Cage movies that we already recorded, we have Leaving Las Vegas, Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes, and The Rock. The Rock is the sixth episode we ever recorded. That's I insane. Knew that. I thought it was way later. I thought so too. Yeah. Nope. It was one of the early ones. Wow. So I'm sure it aged great. I'm sure it did. I'm sure we had great thoughts in 2015. I bet you listen, listen back and we talk about how much we love uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, <laughs> Louis C.K. Oh, I was just watching House of Cards. It, it was, was so good. So good. And man, Nothing, that guy is not bad at all. Clear. Yeah, so good, so good. Anyway, back to The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Good night, everybody. So, they're going to hold the... I'm burping the mic like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear it. it. I heard it in my ears. Okay. <laughs> and it sounds gross. I didn't, right? That was you. Yes, I definitely burped. I didn't burp. No, I'm not saying you burped. Okay, I'm cool. saying I did. I thought you were calling me an asshole. No. I, was like, I didn't burp in the mic. <laughs> oh, you thought I was just like... This fucking asshole burping I, in the yeah. mic. I was like, dude, I didn't burp in the mic. <laughs> what the fuck? I wasn't even no, I was calling myself an asshole because I burped into the mic. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking funny. You're in the middle of your thing. You fucking burped in the mic like an asshole. It's like I didn't do anything. Oh no. Oh, this this says a lot about both of us. It really does. Is it, we need I to be need, bonding more. I, I need to clearly state what's going on yeah, uh, better. Like, and you need to stop thinking that I'm yeah. that's I'm so mean to you yeah. or everything mean is about you. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. All right, now you have to keep that in. That's going at the end. Yeah, that's perfect. End. Okay, anyway. Hey guys, if you want to join some other like-minded fans of this podcast, you can check out our Discord, which can be linked in the latest podcast going forward, as well as theotherhalfpodcast.com. If you wanted to discuss movies we've watched on the podcast, if you want to recommend movies for future episodes, or if you want to watch movies, we'll have uh, movie nights on the Discord. You can pop in, watch the movies with us and other fans of the podcast. There's also a section on the Discord where if you want to, you can learn more about my Twitch stream. But, you know, you don't have to if you don't want to. It could be pure about the podcast but if you do want to it's really great and sometimes i'm on stream too every other thursday check it out we play horror games specifically you can get notified whenever a new podcast episode or whenever ethan's live on twitch which is pretty often you get to see our pretty faces as well as other people that like the podcast and watch ethan's stream yeah so come join the discord is your oyster guys do whatever you want with it the discord is your oyster <laughs>